Welcome to episode three of the Rusty Fox Farm podcast. Rusty Fox Farm is a two-acre homestead in progress in rural southwest Ohio. If you're a returning listener, thanks for coming back, and if you're a new listener, welcome. Today I'll be talking about upcoming activities, planning, crafting, gardening, and cooking. I'm on vacation from my job next week, so I haven't done a whole lot around the farm, but I will be touching on upcoming activities, planning, crafting, gardening, and cooking. This morning, Mom and I attended the dedication ceremony for the new bike trail here in Sabina. It was cold, but there was a good turnout. The day before Easter, I finally made the decision to buy a new bike. My current bike is a 1967 Huffy that I restored as much as I was able. In the past year, it has become a hassle to ride, so I don't. The brakes are slipping, the main hub squeaks, the front tire is out of alignment. I could go on, but the gist of it is that the bike is old, parts aren't available, and no one wants to work on it. After deliberating for a week, which mom says was a painful process to watch, I decided on a 630 Classic 7-speed hybrid in navy blue. It was supposed to be here on Thursday, but when it came, Amazon had sent it damaged from the warehouse, and it was a fiasco getting it returned and then trying to get one in time, which tended to be a trend throughout the week with Amazon. But now the replacement is supposed to be here on Monday. As I said, I will be on vacation this week, and vacations for me are normally for house projects. It's very rare for me to take a trip anywhere if it isn't for business. For a change, though, early next week, Mom and I are driving up to the Amish as a small road trip to do some shopping. We'll be visiting Berlin Seed, Layman's Hardware, antique stores, thrift stores, and fabric stores. Some of the things I'll be looking for are collared and charred seeds, fabric for pannier bags and a basket liner for my new bike, and some garden art. The rest of the week, I'll be pretending to be a full-time homesteader. My main goal is to get the wind turbine up and running. I want to talk a little about planners and office supplies, which are two of my very favorite things. Typically, if you see me, I'm also carrying a notebook. Since October of last year, I've been carrying a Luke Term 1917 in the A5 size, which is about half the size of a piece of copy paper. Through the years, I've tried many planner systems, but for one reason or another, they don't work for me. Before my current system, I was using a Midori Traveler, but I was finding it to not have enough of a history as I was filling books too quickly. I'm now using a modified bullet journal system. I'll put a link to the official video for the bullet journal in the episode notes. I use the index, the future log, monthly calendar spreads, and one page for every week. I also have pages at the first of the year for goal planning, and additional pages throughout the year are listed in the index for other things I end up wanting to keep track of. I love this system and I will try to convert anyone who even acts interested. This week when I ordered some art supplies mom needed, I decided to treat myself to a mid-grade fountain pen from JetPens. JetPens is a company based out of Oakland, California that carries Japanese office supplies, but they've also now branched out into some German companies. I ordered a limited edition pink Lamy Safari with a fine nib. I love it. After riding with it, I wish I would have gotten the extra fine nib. Unlike my cheap preppy fountain pens, the nib on this pen can be changed out, so I'll order one the next time I place an order. For crafting, I don't have a lot, but I did get a few things done this week. Saturday afternoon, I finished the aprons I was working on for Mom and me to wear Easter morning. They turned out really nice. I did modify the pattern by adding 4 inches to the length. After making them, the only other thing I would change is that the back neck seam wasn't finished in any way. If I made this pattern again, I would either serge the seam or add another quarter inch into a French seam. 
If you've never done one, a French seam is where you sew wrong sides together, press the seam, press right sides together, then sew an additional seam. Your raw fabric edges are then enclosed within a tube created by the two seams. This is a good technique if you don't own a serger. Over a few days, I took my time and painted the bottom of the wagon. The wagon body is now ready to assemble after letting the paint cure for 48 hours. The last thing I need to paint is the Rusty Fox Farm logo across the side panels. I hope to do that this weekend, but I need to make the stencils first from vinyl. My friend Kathy and I are wanting to do a vintage strawberry shortcake t-shirt project that Silhouette released this past week. Silhouette is a company similar to Cricut with a cutting machine. After she told me about it, I downloaded the cut file immediately. It wouldn't open in the software, though. That was the first time I'd ever had an issue with the Silhouette software, but I worked with their customer support and they were fantastic. It's now working and we are ready to make t-shirts at our May craft day. I didn't do any knitting this week, even though I carried it back and forth from home to the farm every day. Hopefully I'll get to that next week. I haven't done much home cooking this week as I've been working late every night. However, I did get the new book from America's Test Kitchen called The Cook's Illustrated Cookbook, 2,000 Recipes from 20 Years of America's Most Trusted Food Magazine. I'm really enjoying browsing the book. I keep all of my old copies of Cook's Illustrated and Cook's Country. This will allow me to get rid of some of them and keep only the issues of Cook's Illustrated that were published after the book was printed. The recipes sound delicious, and I wouldn't mind working my way through every recipe in the book. One note about the book, though, it is like the magazine in that there aren't color photographs, so if you order it, just be aware of that. The first half of next week, I'll be traveling, but during the rest of my vacation, I plan to do some cooking for the blog and to try some new recipes. On the Saturday before Easter, Mom, Dad, and I cooked most of what was needed for breakfast the next day. We cooked two large roaster pans full of gravy and a bushel of apples. We had volunteers bring in baked biscuits and donuts. On Sunday, we got to church at 6 a.m. and donned our fancy new aprons. Mom tried to get Dad to wear hers, but he wouldn't go for it. For the scrambled eggs, we were told to bake them in the oven. It cooked the eggs well, but with the church's ancient stove, it was difficult to stir the pans without getting burnt or letting the heat out of the oven. We're not sure if we'll do it that way next year or not. Overall, the breakfast went well and we got many compliments. There were about 75 people in attendance and we had lots of leftovers, but people quickly took them. For gardening, the seedlings on the seed table are close to being ready to go outside. I have a dome-shaped greenhouse made of pipe and a translucent plastic cover. I'm trying to decide if I want to move the seedlings there or just put them directly outside. I'd need to set up the greenhouse first and I'm not sure it's worth that effort at this point. The cabbages, broccoli, and cauliflower will need floating row cover as we have a problem with cabbage moths at the farm. Last year we had a problem with a lot of pests. The farm hadn't had a garden in about 20 years when we moved in about a year and a half ago. I don't know what they were eating before, but they came out en masse to feast. At one point last year, I threatened to seven dust the entire garden. I didn't, but I was so fed up with bugs eating plants. Uh, This past Saturday night, Mom and I turned the dirt in two of the raised beds and mixed in compost. In the first bed, I planted six varieties of lettuce and three varieties of onions. In the second bed, I planted three varieties of lettuce and three varieties of radishes. The second bed is only half planted. It looked like rain was imminent, so I packed everything up and went inside. I've never grown onions from seed, so it will be interesting to see how that turns out. They haven't sprouted yet. 
The radishes and microgreens have already sprouted and they look really good. I plan to thin the radishes tomorrow. After I went back in, since it looked like it was going to rain, I decided to finish a seed organization project that I'd wanted to do for quite a while. I had bought an iris photo storage box, craft envelopes, and small zip-top plastic bags. Victory Seeds always ships their seeds in plastic bags inside a paper envelope. It's a good system to keep the seeds from drawing moisture. I have a bunch of saved seeds, seeds from other brands, mainly botanical interests, and a ton of Victory Seeds packets. I copied the information from all of the seed packets to my new larger envelopes. There's also room to make yearly notes as to how a variety did, any issues, or even pictures. Finishing that project got rid of three boxes that I've been moving around, and now everything is stored in one plastic box. Yay for organization. I'm going to have a lot of extra seedlings, and I'm trying to decide if I want to advertise the plants for sale on Facebook, or if I want to advertise a small plant sale the first or second Saturday of May. I don't think I'd make a huge profit, but I would like to make back what I spent on the seeds and the seed starting materials. I'd also like to get the part of the garden that isn't raised beds tilled, but that will largely depend on the weather and dad's schedule. I've never tilled before myself, so even though I'm sure I'm capable, I need him around to do it. I think he might teach me how to do that this week, one evening, so I can do it while he's at work one day, but we'll have to see about that. That is all I have for this episode, but I hope you'll join me next week for more news from the farm. If you would like to learn more, you can find links to everything I've talked about at RustyFoxFarm.com. You can also find me on Facebook and Instagram as RustyFoxFarm, or you can email me at emily at rustyfoxfarm.com. The theme music is Groundwork by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com.